Hi, I'm Mike Putman with Jasper Main Street. And I'm Lauren Vance with the Walker Area Association of Realtors. And this is Walker Voices, a podcast about who's who in the Walker area here in Alabama. And today we are talking to Nelson Vance. Thank Nelson. you for having me. And today everybody's wondering why I'm here. It's a who's who of uh, Walker <laughs> County. I, I know. I didn't know your story. And then Lauren and I were having lunch and Lauren started telling me your story. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Well, anyway, we're talking about cool people and that have cool stories that have chosen to live in Walker County. Absolutely. I've been asked that question time and time again. Lots it comes of back people get asked that question. Family. 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 That's the short answer. Okay. So you're from where? I'm from Cordova originally. That's in Walker County. Oh, you're That's from in Walker you're County. From, you're also from Cordova. I'm from Cordova. Home of the Drew Blue Gilbert Dovers. Gilbert is from Cordova. Jennifer Coburn is from Cordova. School um, of Champions is what we call it. Lots of right. people are from Cordova. It's great. Well, good. Well, how'd you get? How did you get to? I mean, you're part of the Drew Van Group. Yes, that's with correct. White Pepper. Right. How did you get to real estate? How did I get to real estate? That's an interesting question. Now, um, that, well, that's what your job is currently. That's my current job. So when I was finished with. My previous career, which was modeling. Which is what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're we're going to dive into that. That's why I'm sitting here swinging my knees back and forth nervous. (laughs) But anyway, uh, after I was done with that career, or right right when it was getting towards the end, I I saw it coming. Uh, As you can see. uh, When you were aging out. Everybody can't see, but y'all can see why. The gray in my beard. There's a market for that. Right. Um, So when I was about done with that, me and Sherry had started talking. I I, I can't sit around the house. I just can't do it. You know, uh, I wanted something else to do. Um, I was tired of traveling because we'd had our little our son, and Rocco. We just we're talking about things I may be good at. You know, I've never really had a job oh, after high school. I worked with Nelson Brothers and things like that, but I've never really had a job where it was a day to day hourly. You know, I was my own boss most of the time. Right. So we were, you know, trying to stay along those lines, and she thought I might be good at real estate. Started doing the course. The first time, I phased it out. I didn't do it. Uh, Second time, I, I went back to it, and I was like, yeah, you know, this is something I do want to do. I, I think I'll enjoy it. My friend, now, we didn't really know each other, Josh Drummond. Uh, he was from... Also he's from, from Cordova. He's also from Cordova. So our my uncle and his dad are like great friends. Uh, he was already into real estate. He asked me if I wanted to join his team after I joined Remax at the time with Brian and Carol and Danielle. Um, and I think Russ was there, too, at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh Joined them. We started Driven Group. You call it Drew Van. That's fine. We started Driven Group, and uh, the rest is history. It is I guess. Quite the dynamic duo. Yeah. Which oh, is they not begged a duo us. Anymore. They begged us. They were like, "We don't think that y'all two need to be together all the time. Y'all are a little too crazy to have both of y'all together." It's like mom and dad so we, was telling them not to. Yeah, and that made us just anyway. for sure go full blast that way. <laughs> uh, you know? Okay. They told us not to keep score at first. Y'all are going to get into arguments if you take if you. If you count who's come up with this client or that. So we just put a scoreboard on our desk. They did. Started flipping it up. Every time one of us would score a point, I'd add like five to mine. Of course. You know, whatever. But it's worked. Uh, we get along well. We do some videos and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I've seen your videos. Yeah, that's right. Wow. I did not know Sherry was the We'll talk about that a different day, though, right? Yes, we're going to talk about that a different day. Behind why you joined or started real estate. Um, yeah, it was, I mean... Or was she I had more had the idea. You needed you to find something. Now, Sherry, I think Sherry's there's a lot wife. of a mixture of these things. <laughs> Sherry's my wife. Okay. Yeah, my lovely wife. Um, but yeah, we had talked about it, and she, I had been thinking about it, but she, she kind of reinforced my idea. I was like, yeah, you'd be great at that. I think you know, uh, and it'd give you something to do, you could, and you could still be your own boss and be out around. 
and you can still be at home with Rocco a lot. Uh, so that's coolest kid's me. name ever. Oh, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. That's a that's an interesting story too. We came up with uh, that name. We had three or four names left on our list when when we went to the hospital uh, when Sherry's water broke. By the way, her water breaks at like three in the morning. She goes, Nelson, I think my water broke. And I was like, well, let's go to the hospital then. And she's like, okay, hold on one second. And I followed her around, leaving a trail of whatever that is that comes out for 30 minutes. And she's just like, well, you know, just let me do this. I think I think we're okay, you know, everything. I don't think – I'm not sure. And we're just moseying around the house. She gets in the shower and stuff like that. So we get to Sherry UAB. is very detail-oriented, yes. which makes her an excellent party planner, which yes. is why everyone should want to live in our neighborhood. Yes. We throw some nice parties for the kids in the neighborhood. But long story short, we go through this whole situation. We get to the hospital. They do some tests. They say – Think, I don't think you're in labor. I think we're going to send you back home. Let's, we're going to check one more thing. And Lauren, you can correct me if I'm totally off base here, but I think her amniotic fluid was low or gone. So they said, no, we've got to, we've got okay. to get the baby now. So they, they put her on the medicine to start the contractions. Contractions. She says, no, because she knows me well enough to know that I was going to have to eat at some point. So she said, Nelson, gets you go right now and you <laughs> go get you some food. Because if you're not here when this starts, we're going to have problems. So, I went and got me something to eat, and I'm getting in the car, about to go back up, and I get a call from her, and she says, Nelson, the heart rate's dropped. They're taking me to do a C-section. Come up here right now. So I go flying up there, and as I get up there, they're willing her past me with, like, doctors and nurses around, you know. So I'm standing there my whole life going by into this room, and I'm just, I don't know what to do. Um, then here comes the doctor just walking right past me. They're in there. It's they weren't in there more than two minutes, probably. But they shut the doors. You they can't shut go the doors. In. All I can see is heads moving yep. through the glass, and we I'm went freaked through a similar out. situation. But a guy walks up to me, and he's sitting in the the waiting room, and he's got two women with him, and he starts talking to me. He puts his arm around me. I've never met this man before in my life, and he goes, "Buddy, it's going to be okay. My son-in-law just went through, or my daughter-in-law just went through the same thing. I'm waiting on my grandbaby right now. They wheel her out." He goes over there, kisses her on the forehead, kisses his baby, and he says, I'll be in there when this man's baby comes out. And he came back over there and stood with me the whole time uh, until she came out. It seemed well, like 15 minutes, cry. but it was only like maybe a minute and a half, Lauren, oh, or whatever. Um, and so they got him out. Do you know gave who the guy was? Bath. I do not. And I was so in the moment and just scared right. that I didn't get his name, and I wish I had his name now to tell him thank you. But they brought him out. We watched Rocco off and... I handed him to Sherry, and that's the story. Okay, well, that's who you are today. That's right. That's a deep. That was a pretty good story. Uh-huh. But let's back up some years. Okay. Because when Lauren was talking about you, I was like, I didn't know this. How do I not know this? Right. So how and did you get... for the record, Nelson and I are not married. She he is married to my second cousin. He has a wife named Sherry. I have a husband named Bradley. That's correct. We do live two houses apart, though. That was not planned. Yes, correct. I okay. did not know that any of these Cordova people, because we have like six or seven houses on our street in Jasper, I didn't know that any of those people lived there. When we and it's our house. like a whole neighborhood of Cordova people. But mm-hmm. before Rocco was born, I mean, I don't think anybody knew that we lived there because me and Sherry are hermits. We didn't really come out of the house a whole lot. So. Well, That's so true. for the record, I'm not from Cordova and I'm not your neighbors. That's true. You, you know, I'm okay with this. We don't have, there are no houses for sale on our more street. more than okay with this. I'm okay with this because you talked about a lot of kids' parties. There's a lot. There's 
last count was 19 children on oh, our no. street. Oh, uh-uh. no. Call me when those all get gone and we have a real but party. Mike, it's such a good place for them. Tallulah would have so much fun. We have so many oh, other Tallulah dog would have, friends. And by the way, Tallulah's here lying in the corner, my dog. She does um, not seem And you've got built-in babysitters. Oh, that's true. true. Kids just play with each other all day. Okay, but back up. Tell yes, us sir. tell us how you left Cordova. Um, well, I, I had already left Cordova, and I went to... What year was this? Uh, I graduated in 96. Um, I went to Bevel for two years, and then I was going to go to Alabama, which I'm an Auburn fan, but I was going to go to Alabama and get a business degree. My mother... Uh, was friends with Flora Price at the time. Um, and she owned a small modeling agency in Birmingham called John Casablanca's. It was an agency slash school, whatever, you know, which, I mean, you don't need to go to school to stand in front of the camera and take pictures. <laughs> but, you know, it, wh- whatever, it, it is what it is, you know. So that's, mother got me started in that. They took me to Atlanta. Uh, Flora was, my mother and Flora were, super important in getting me started in this. I mean, they did it all. They they took me to Atlanta. They got photos, started sending them out to agencies. Um, and Becky was a force to be reckoned And with. Becky, if she wanted something for, if she wanted anything, she would make it happen. But if she wanted something for her kids, just don't even get in her way. It's not going to, uh, you're, you're going to lose. Uh, so I started sending these pictures out, got an agency in Atlanta, started driving back and forth, to Atlanta doing uh, shoots for goodies, uh, little goodies catalogs and newspaper and stuff like that they used to have. Um, they sent me to Europe. I was, man, I was 20. Where'd you go in Europe? I went to Germany. The, the very first place I landed was Munich, Germany. And and that was a mistake. That was, I had good people around me my whole career. Yeah, I, um, had, I had a negative experience in, in Munich one time too, but go right, ahead. Yeah, was it... Anything to do with Oktoberfest? It had to do with uh, my passport wasn't quite right. And oh, the, and the, yeah. the German uh, guard. They don't. They, they don't play. play. They do not play. Mm-hmm. You're correct. Um, that's another. Yeah, that's a funny story. You know, all those stop signs in Germany. Not stop signs. Street crossing signs. They will sit there if it's red. If you can't see a car for 400 miles in each direction. Yeah. You know, I'm not used to that. Uh, plus, at the time, like I was going back to New York, so I just. <laughs> I walk right past it, and they'll all just stare at you like, oh, my gosh, what's he doing? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they sent me over there, which, like I said, I, I was surrounded with good people my whole my whole career. I got really lucky because some people weren't. I know some guys that did really well that have nothing now. They just blew through everything. Um, but that was one of the only mistakes I made. I went to Munich, and it's more of like a catalog type market. Where, you know, most of the guys there are catalogs, and I weighed about 150 pounds at the time. They wanted a little bit bigger guys, you know, more muscular guys and stuff like that. So I ended up going back to New York and bombed. I got nothing. Um, was a, I came back home. I told my mom and dad, I said, look, I'm going back one more time to Europe. I'm going to try the shows in Milan. If, I, if it don't go well, I'm done. I'm just going to go back to school. So I went up there. It went horrible. Didn't get any shows again. Not only that. I start getting red bumps all over my body, right? I'm laying in the hotel room, and I'm like, okay, I'm not working. I'm over here with all these dudes from all these different countries that all the women are falling all over themselves for, you know, and I'm sitting <laughs> it's here not from, even fun from Cordova. Here. I have no idea what's going on, you know. Uh, so I get a, 
Calvin Klein standing show that season. That was my second season, my first job. I literally had no money. And when I tell you no money, and I was too proud to get my parents to Western Union money back, you know, to Germany. So I was literally, they would pay me 200 lira at the time, or 2,000 lira, I can't remember, but but the exchange rate was low. It was it, Whatever it was, it was like 200 bucks. To go to clubs and sit there just so that they could say they had models there, <laughs> you know what I mean, and talk to people. And then that's how I got through the week, every week, uh, until I started working. So I got that show, and the whole time I'm trying to hide these bumps, right? Because I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a model. The, I can't the, have The bumps. first show I ever get is Calvin Klein. <laughs> And I'm standing on this stage, and I've got red bumps all over me. How bad of luck can I have? You know. So anyway, I ended up getting through it. Um, went back to New York, and I told my agents there. I said, "Hey, you know, I'm, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I can take it back. I didn't have an agent in New York at the time. Greg Chan, which was a an agent for Wilhelmina, which was the top male modeling agency in New York at the time, came and saw me. He said, "Hey, I saw you in the." Uh, Calvin Klein show, we'd love to have you with our agency. You know, I think you'd do great. And I was supposed to meet with a couple of other agencies. And I said, okay, I'm supposed to meet with them. I'll let you know. You know, and then I started looking and saw what Wilhelmina was. I was like, I don't have to talk to these other agencies. I called him back, um, joined their agency. I went to New York that summer or that fall. Didn't do a whole lot, maybe a couple little small jobs here and there just to get my name out there. Went home frustrated again. Um, thinking, man, when am I going to make the decision to just give up on this? You know, because it wasn't anything. I didn't even know modeling was a job when right. my mother told me I should try this. You know, she's like, get out of your comfort zone and do this, you know, and see if you can make it work. So, okay, mom. Moms. Yeah, right. Um, but then from that job, they ended up hiring me for a Calvin Klein campaign, um, which I think I sent you some photos of that. You did. Uh, yeah. And By the way, you can Google those. That. Mm-hmm. Well, that, you can see him on the Facebook page, too. Right. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, that started my career, though. Um, after that, I started working quite a bit. Uh, but when you say quite a bit in the modeling, like in the modeling world, when I was there, um, you know, people think, oh, uh, I used to hate talking about it because people would just, they're, they're interested in it, but I was just, it wasn't that I was embarrassed to talk about it, but when somebody asks you, what do you do for a living? And you say, I'm a model, a male model. You just sound like a douchebag to me <laughs> immediately. You know, I mean, you do. And and I I came from, you know, not that world. Right. I came from bonfires out in the backyard, <laughs> drinking beer, and I not the right. the catwalks so, of Milan. Um, I really didn't talk about it a whole lot at all. Well, you made up for that today. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> so but anyway, that started my career, and I started walk, working a lot. But that was that was the trend I thought I was going on. You know, people would always think, oh, well, Nelson must be super confident he's got you know i mean he's doing great he gets everything he goes to but i did work a lot but that's all anybody saw you know the photos of the jobs i got i mean there were thousands thousands of castings in between that that i got told to hit the road on you know i mean because you're there that has to be kind of that has to be hard it's hard for your psyche it's hard for your psyche if you don't have good people around you that explain to you hey this happens you know it happens to everybody because you're you're in a group of dudes there's like a hundred yard of casting and you basically all look alike mm-hmm. you know so it's more like does he fit our brand better right that's right is he unique enough because it, it doesn't i mean some like if you're doing american mainstream stuff tommy hilfiger stuff like that they want you to 
be a handsome. That very Americana. Yeah. But if you're doing other things, I mean, they just want uniqueness. They don't care if you're ugly, good looking or in between somewhere. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's not all about that. As you can see with me. (laughs) He does have a little gray in the beard now. Mm -hmm. I was just noticing that. It's been a lot more gray over the years. I know. Rocco, real estate. Josh. Josh Drummond. Josh. Let me blame this on Josh Drummond a lot. <laughs> we'll, he we'll, might be we'll worse than a yeah, four-year-old. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I will have to say that um, when I realized that Nelson was going to be here today, um, I didn't skip the gym for like a week. I just want to say that. Because I was like, um, I, there's gonna, I'm going to be talking to a model. I, I can't almost skip the brought donuts today well, because to my kids really better. wanted donuts for breakfast. Please tell me you did skip the gym. I've skipped the gym for six weeks. Okay, he doesn't foot. look like he skipped the gym, but go so, ahead. Some of those pictures I sent you, a little bit of false advertising, because <laughs> that's not what they look like anymore. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. That's what we wanted. Right. We yeah, just want to know about absolutely. your past. Just the real. Well, right. The real stuff. So do you ever think about, I mean, you know, as you said earlier, I think we were not on the mics yet. But do you ever think about going back? Because, you know, there's a market for your age. Right, yeah. Um, Not quite dad bod. Right. You know, actually, right before I I ended my career, I had started doing, when I was doing catalog work, it would be maybe with another girl model and an older, you know, not an older, but, you know, 30-something, 40-something-year-old model with a a little kid in the the shop, you know, for Father's Day ad, for Belk or something like that. Um, But it wasn't really that I couldn't work anymore. Um, and I'm not saying that to be conceited or anything, but it was just like Lauren said, there's a, there's a market for older men, especially if you're established already, but I had been traveling for so long. And when you come from a town of 3000 people and you hadn't really ever done anything like that, you just get tired. And I was just tired of being gone constantly, which is weird because it's also the thing that I enjoyed most about it. Like I made good money. It's made my life comfortable, but I got to see a lot of things I never would have got to see. Sure. Got to experience things I never would have got to see. And so it's kind of weird, you know, that that's the thing that I enjoyed most about it, but it's also the thing that I was ready to quit because of, especially when you had, when I had Rocco, I mean, me and Sherry waited till we were 40 I'm saying, and I didn't want to miss anything with When you have kids, him. it kind of shifts yeah. everything. How right. old is Rocco now? Rocco's four. Okay. And he's an awesome four-year-old. Yeah. Uh, he really is you. fun. Thank you. I had I was working with a guy named Mike, Mike, uh, Ryan Michaels. It was a clothing line out of Atlanta. That was my last client, essentially. Um, and when I liked Ra- uh, Mike so much that I kept working for him until I thought he was about ready to be done with me. And then when he didn't want me anymore, I was you retired. I was done. I, I didn't want to because that was I could handle that driving to Atlanta for a few days, but I didn't want to be flying to Tokyo or South Africa, you know, like I was. I mean, I used to, I was going to South Africa at one time twice a month. That's a 20 hour flight. You know, it's, that's oh, wow. pretty brutal Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing it for years on end. Yeah. I bet. How, how long ago did you retire from modeling? What year? Uh, officially probably, let's see, when did I start? Lauren might know. Uh, I started real estate in 2018, I think. So I probably officially retired around 2017, 2018. Because I think I did a few jobs for Ryan Michaels uh, right after I got my license. And then I just went ahead. Because, you know, you people are loyal. There's a lot of loyal clients in the business. But eventually they got to stop using you. You know, they can't just have the same face all the time. So after I was done with him, like I said, I was done. I didn't want to try to get anything else. So where – I always like to ask these kind of questions. Where was your one of the favorite 
places that you went in all of your travels um, for work? My favorite place that I ever went, well, I'll give you two answers. Mm-hmm. Cape Town, South Africa is my favorite place. Okay. Um, I used to go there. Uh, the German catalogs shoot there a lot because it's cheaper for them to shoot there than come over here and shoot. And it's actually cheaper for them to shoot there than in their own country because just because of the currency at the time. Hmm. Um, so we would fly there and shoot. We'd, it, that was an early morning thing. Like you'd get up at five, shoot to 11, and then the sun's so hot, it's so up and down that you wait till about three, you finish the day. And like I said, I was doing that probably twice a month. So I got comfortable with that place. Um, it's beautiful. The food is amazing. Uh, the people are great. And then the second answer would be anywhere in Italy, probably just because of the food, because it's just fantastic. You, everything they do over there is good. Mm-hmm. You know, so food, there's, the preservatives are not in the meat. Like you can just taste so much of the difference. And it's insane because they don't watch what they eat over there. People not at all. like from living over there, like I have, like the, there's an assumption that I think Europeans are a little more health conscious or they watch what they eat more. No, they don't watch what they eat. There's just, Fresh their food's foods. different than ours. Well, and they don't eat as much of it as we do. Correct. Their portions are smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Um, and my favorite thing was when in, a, in America, you walk into a restaurant, you sit down, they bring you water. Right. But in Rome, for instance, they walk in and put a glass of Prosecco in front of you. Yeah. You're like, mm, this yeah. is my place. I can get I like used this to that. Place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should try that. I vote that becomes a trend. Well, I, the restaurants stay open so well, there's late. There's a couple too. of good. Uh, there's a couple of good breweries downtown. Now, anyway, we could open up a prosecco shop. <laughs> well, you know, um, y'all could. next door, Jim Odom at Jasper <laughs> Bottle and Tap. He's got prosecco. Yes, he does. How do I know that? Well, because I buy it. <laughs> yeah, shop local. Absolutely. Hey, well, you never did you get rid of the red dots? By the way, I did. Oh yeah. Uh, so that was psoriasis. Ah. I thought caused I caused from stress. Yes, uh-huh. I thought that I had gotten food poisoning on the airplane. Uh, I was wrong. I got back, and the dermatologist told me that I had the worst case of teardrop psoriasis he had ever seen in his life. Took a picture, put it in a book, <laughs> butt naked, neck down. I oh hope. wow! So can you, <laughs> maybe we so should in a medical book. So somewhere. that picture, <laughs> that so picture is not on Walker Voices that social media. Not, just FYI, that is no. not a proud modeling photo. <laughs> no. um, but anyway, I got that taken care of uh, with this weird tanning bed that you could only land for six seconds the first time I laid in it. That's how strong it was. It was just UV rays, like it didn't tan you or anything. Um, and he told me that it was hereditary. You, it may show up again. It may not, and it never has. So. It was weird. Stress, drinking. I, I drank at the time. Again, well, that's what you do when you're young. Too. Yeah. Um, and, and that all causes it. You know, so it was a whole array of things. Because like I told y'all, you, you got to remember, I wasn't working at the time. I had no money. Stressed out. You know, plus, oh, absolutely. as a young guy, you're, you're thinking, man, well, what are my friends going to think about what I'm doing anyway? You know what I mean? Because like, like, like I told you, we never even knew that was a job. Right. right, and so there's just a bunch of things going on at the time that probably caused it. I would modeling is not something that Cordova High School promotes, like in career day. Correct. Right? See, I would assume that you would be the only model that has come out of Cordova, Alabama. Cordova? No, 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 no. Really? Uh, actually, there was a huge. She did a lot of big things for, and and I apologize because I can't 
think of her name, but she was a younger she was younger than me. And oh. as I was finishing, she was doing some major things, like maybe for some big she's European. Young, she's designers. younger than me. Yeah. Uh, but, but I don't know how long she did it. So Nelson paved the way for such, maybe. Maybe. I'll take that. And then there was a guy named Sean, somebody from Jasper, that that was doing it while I was doing it, and he did okay for a while, too. Okay. Um, but, you know, that brings up a good question or a good topic. I started that then. I wouldn't – I wouldn't – you know, I have people tell me a lot or call me a lot and ask me how they could get their – you would not encourage. I wouldn't such. encourage it unless you absolutely make sure you do it the right way. Um, find a good agency that's going to take care of your child, take care of you, or if you're the model or whatever. Because there's a lot of things that go on. I mean, let, you know, I won't get into details, but you know, there's a lot of sure. There's a lot of partying. There's a lot of things going on that if you're not either level-headed or Mature so enough that you could, you could go down a wrong path. And that's kind of what happened to the people I was telling you about that, you know, kind of blew everything they had. Yeah. And I'm not an angel. I'm not going to say I never did anything. You know, I never partied or anything like that. But like I said, I had the difference with me and some of the other ones is that I had good people around me. He had Becky. Telling me to what to do. Yeah, mom. Still in the uh, – my mother used to go and express when I was doing campaigns for express and take the posters out of there. Like tell them when when y'all are done with this campaign, I want these. This is my son. I want all these posters and all these stand up. Uh, what do you call them? The, the, the little cutouts. Yeah, the little cutouts things. in the store. <laughs> and they would call her. Like the store manager would call her, and she would go up there and get them. And, and she didn't want me to know it. This is a funny story. James uh, James Ann used to be friends with mother. James Ann Martin. James Ann is another realtor here. Yes, in Jasper. Yes, and I. The story is is that mother took it by her office one day and dropped it so that I wouldn't know she got it. And somebody saw the poster in James Ann's office. It was like, why does James Ann have a stand-up of Nelson? It cut out of Nelson. That's weird. Right, yeah. He's always lurking somewhere. Right, funny. Uh-uh. So she was a typical stage mom? No. See, no. Uh, yeah, let's, 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 fi- let's correct that. She was She's a good stage mom. definitely not a stage mom, though. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a stage she mom. She was just a fan of her kids. I mean, my mother... Apologize if I get a little emotional. She was amazing. Um, I owe a lot of what happened. I owe a lot of the things I got to do to her for sure. But she kind of pushed you out. She did. She she wanted me to know that I could do whatever I wanted to do, and I could get out of my comfort zone and do it if I wanted to. You know. But she would support me in anything. But she, she pushed did that me for so many. Yeah, she, she really did. did. Yeah, she did. I was talking to Danielle Goins, um, another realtor here. Another realtor, my broker. Um, who does a lot in the community. She, she was helping a couple of homeless people and, and me and Josh were trying to help them out too the other day. And she wanted me to come in there and meet them and talk to them while she was in the office. And I was, I walked in there and I was talking to them and the lady looked, or I, I kept thinking the lady looked familiar. And, and, and she, I finally said, did you go to Cordova high school at some point? And she goes, I sure did. I said, do you know Becky Vance? And her eyes got like the size of saucers. She was like, oh, my God, yes, I know Becky. She was she treated me so good and made me feel like I was belonged and all this, you know, and, and I just love that woman. And, and she asked me how I was doing, and obviously I'd tell her she'd passed away. And you could tell it affected her um, just because the impact Mother had had on her life. Um, so I, I, that's something I'm pretty proud of, to be honest. I said I wasn't going to Well, cry. it was good that she hmm. pushed you, as you said, pushed you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. 
I assume she did that with other. She was siblings. everybody's cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Any of my friends, any, I mean, anybody from Cordova, really. I mean, she was gonna, or anywhere that she because locked, she owned and she businesses loved on Main Street right. throughout the years, yeah. and was always involved mm-hmm. at school. She would always help people out, even to a fault. I would be like, Mother, you can't just give everybody anything they want. You know? I mean, is she still in her life? I mean, she still. She passed away in 2000. She passed away December 2017. Okay. Mm -hmm. We said family was the reason why you came back to Walker County. And I feel like that's probably a common thread for a lot of people. Yeah. But. Well, a lot of people don't know either. What was like the conscious, was it the word conscious? Conscious Mm -hmm. decision? That sounds right. Of, you know what? I'm going to go home. Or I'm going to go to Walker County. Even though I, you were from here, some people. Right. And, and I don't think a lot of people know. I used to, I had, I always kept a house in Birmingham. I lived on, I had a house on 280 the entire time I stayed in New York. And then I would come home and kind of just get grounded, just sit there and, I mean, go to the gym and watch TV. That's what I would do while I was home. And then I would go back. Um, so when me and Sherry met, my wife met in the airport on a chance meeting uh, before we got married. I didn't know that story. Yeah, I was coming home from Germany. I had been working on a catalog in Hamburg. Uh, I was jet lagged. I got off the plane, walked outside. Then I, I'm sitting there waiting for my buddy to pick me up, and Sherry comes outside. She says, Nelson? I was like, Is that Sherry? You know, like I didn't even hardly, we didn't hardly recognize each other. We'd passed each other, but I didn't see her in the, in the airport. Um, and really, after that, we hit it off again. And she's from Walker started County. Talk, she's from Oatman. Um, we started talking, ended up getting married. And I think probably if that wouldn't have happened, I think I probably would have moved back eventually. Mm-hmm. But when me and her, she was in Nashville at the time. Uh, she was singing and writing music in Nashville. And we were like, we knew we wanted to have a child at some point. We didn't know when. And we knew that we didn't want to do it and not be close enough to yeah. our parents so that they could be a part of their life. And that, and that's essentially what, you know, brought us back here. Okay. Plus, I love Walker County. I mean, it is a great place. Jasper, mm-hmm. um, Walker County, Walker area. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And let's don't, let's give our co-hosts a little, I mean, the Main Street. Jasper Main Street, Jasper downtown revitalization. Yeah, revitalization's been great. Well, it's, a lot note, of, it's a lot of people. I always sure. ask this question. What is your favorite thing that has changed in Walker County since you've been here? Okay, that's a good question. There's um, a lot of things that are going on across the county, even especially with Jasper Main Street. Yay for downtown. You know, I guess traveling, you always saw like even the smaller towns and stuff that 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 had energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there was people downtown hustling and bustling and and moving around. And I would just remember, I lived in Cordova for what 17, 18 years. And then I started uh, moving out and stuff. But I always remember downtown is dead. I mean, you know, kind of like it a dreary, nothing going time. on as much. Yeah. And now, you know, there's people out about going in and out of the restaurants. I mean, we got some great restaurants in town, downtown. And, breweries. And there's there's energy. Tappers. People are moving around. It feels a little more uh, hip. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, with the breweries. Uh, it's not just the courthouse and the lawyers mm-hmm. anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, as I said, that was a lot of people. Um, my dog, actually, Tallulah, is probably the face of Jasper Main Street, not me so much. I would think so. Um, oh, yeah. It's a yeah, better, you know, no she, offense, she has but a it's a better that face. She writes about Jasper Main She's Street sitting there getting her read. questions ready for Friday right now. She mm-hmm. is, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of people. It's a, it's a big pot that, mm-hmm. to make Jasper Main Street uh, 
coming back. Right. Um, so what I want to end with is what we, uh, as our tradition, Lauren. Yes. Um, if anybody knows me, they know I have an unhealthy obsession with Tallulah Bankhead. <laughs> not your dog. Um, not my dog. Well, I mean. Well, that's, that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. Um, but uh, when I was young, my mother put me in front of, we went to the Alabama Theater all the time, or we were watching Channel 10, these classic films. Mm-hmm. And that's when I hooked up with Tallulah Bankhead. I mean, not literally. I mean, you know, she was dead. <laughs> I was about to say, let's talk about that. No, let's not. <laughs> wow. When I, when I fell that in love with, that's a different <laughs> with Tallulah Bankhead, uh, I'm sure watching Lifeboat on Channel 10, back then it was, you know, back then we had three stations. Lifeboat. No, Lifeboat. Lifeboat with Alfred Hitchcock's Oh. oh, they're showing their age now. Lifeboat, Alfred Hitchcock directed Tallulah Bankhead, um, Hume Cronin, several other people in this film um, that was made in, it was right after, I think it, 1940, 1941. I'd have to look that up. Um, but anyway, I think that's probably when I fell in love with her. And so when I married into Jasper um, and then retired from high school theater, uh, teaching high school theater, uh, we had a Tallulah Bankhead tribute where we had a show that I produced with uh, professional actors, and we had a lot of events that weekend mm-hmm. right. uh, that the Walker Area Community Foundation uh, funded, by the way. Um, and so now I have a dog mm-hmm. that is named Tallulah. Um, and she is fabulous. She, just she like is fabulous. She's an English cream retriever. She writes a column for the Daily Mountain Eagle every other week. About a Jasper Main Street business or personality or something like that. Talented dog. Talented. Um, And there are probably other some other Tallulah connections. Um, Through Tallulah, through that connection, I got to meet Brooke Ashley. Um, I've gotten to meet um, Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy's daughter, um, Tandy Cronin, and Little Ricky from um, What uh, I Love Lucy. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah, brought him to Jasper. That, we got both of our That's kids. a fangirl moment. Yeah. Right I know. There. See, I brought him to Jasper, um, and he did a a talk or whatever he did. I don't remember now. That's pretty cool. Um, so anyway, so this is our tradition because Tallulah Bankhead is native to Jasper. We rate our podcasts. Um, and oh God! I, please I, do this. <laughs> <laughs> we rate our podcast by Tallulahs. So yes. this is what I want to say, and then you can say what you want to say. Okay. And then we'll end up. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give Nelson a 10, 10 Tallulahs out of 10 Tallulahs. Oh, oh, baby. Now, remember, you're the first one. Let's so. see if this, <laughs> let's see if this is like this when it actually comes out. They right. may just be saying that in front of me. I don't but know. there's a however. No, there's nothing held back here. However, I want to give his mom, Becky, 20 Tallulahs. Yes. I vote that. Thank you. So Thank there you. you go. Thank you. I Mom's agree looking with that. down, happy. You like that? Yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, I think we're we're out of time now, and so we're going to end up. And again, I'm Mike Putman. I'm Lauren Vance. And this was good, Nelson. We appreciate you Thank coming. Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me. All right. Thanks. Walker Voices is a DME Media production. Copyright 2021, Daily Mountain Eagle.